and welcome to He Said, She Said, the one with books and bros. This is my podcast, and I'm Melinda Poitras. I never thought that you would hear me saying those words, not my name, the fact that I started a podcast. And I definitely didn't think that you would hear me saying them today, but today is May the 20th, and I'm trying to bring a little extra joy to the world, not just the whole world. My ego is not that inflated, but maybe one particular portion of the planet. I'll get to that later. The one with books and bros. He said, she said. Why that title? Why am I going with this concept? My dad has a joke. There are many varieties of it, but it goes something like this. Melinda only likes two types of men, young men and old men. Melinda only likes two types of men, short men and tall men. I could continue on with the dad joke, but you get the picture. The truth is, he's not wrong. I love men. I believe in their power to lead. I believe in biblical masculinity. I believe in the part I play in that as a woman. I believe in the power of a team. I believe that there is no substitute for sons. Genesis one twenty seven says, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. We're meant to do this together. We're meant to be a team. It's not one way or the other, as I feel we so often make it. What does the world even look like without men? I would not exist. First of all, I would not have encountered abuse either. But I was born, and I did encounter abuse pretty early on. And so let's say that the world is sinful. Let's say that because it's true. Let's say it would have broken me, evil man or not. Let's say that because it's also true. So what do I even look like without men then? Who am I unless my dad consistently shows me that I am loved and cherished and valued and safe? Do I know how to cook? If Nick Sisko doesn't pencil time into his schedule and teach me how to make spaghetti? Am I a preacher if Bobby Kilman does not perpetually tell me that I am? Do I have a place to preach my first sermon if Preston Keller does not give me a platform? Am I instant, in season and out of season, if Lyndall Anderson does not change up introductions on me nightly on Corral Tour? Do I know that my opinion is valuable if Andrew King doesn't teach me that by wanting to know what I have to say? Am I an author if Dorsey Burke does not insist that my words are worthy of publishing? If Robin Johnson doesn't say, let her write another one? If Brad Thompson doesn't believe that I can tackle hermeneutics, which I'm about to start trying to do, so pray. Am I fulfilled in ministry without a pastor who believes that I can do anything I set my mind to? Am I as creative without Kent Curry constantly reminding me to seek new avenues of creativity, pushing and pulling me out of the shadows? Am I as peaceful in this season of chaos without Nathaniel J. Bushnell present and playing the piano? Am I as good at being on a team if Tyler Cummings doesn't put me on his youth staff? For that matter, without Tyler, both Cummings and Bryant and Zach, both Taylor and Farini, I hope to get my brother-in-law on here, by the by, to talk about our relationship specifically. Without Ryan, both Smith and Moore. Without Cameron, both Copus and Noel. Without Chase, both Noel and Marshall. And without Chad, because of Chase, who am I? It does not end. Without Justin Garrett Oliver and Caleb Alexander Curry and Barrick Stephen Willoughby and Matthew John Hemus weaving in and out of the narrative of my life for years on end, I am not the same person. I am not as funny or as confident, and quite frankly, I am not as loved or as whole or as known. 
The presence of God and the running commentary of Braden Shock are the best parts of any major church event in almost equal portions, okay? I am not the same without the men who built me. I had gone to the mission field after college on my own, by choice, and I had gone through a lot and had a ton of flashbacks and had to spend some time processing with the Lord and with a therapist, and I returned to St. Louis, and I was just worn out and sorting through so many things. And I remember it was Father's Day, and we had this precious father-daughter duo singing at church, and I remember the Lord spoke to me as I sat there, and I watched that, and he said, you can go ahead and hate men, but you will not fulfill my calling on your life without them. And some of them will not fulfill their callings without you. And I don't want anything I do, opinionated, aggressive, passionate habit about speaking my mind and preaching gifts aside to be either or male or female. I refuse to walk around like, I am woman, hear me roar. Interesting fact. Much of the time, a lioness will roar to communicate with children out of sight, but she will also roar when hunting to ask for help. As Kristoff said to Anna, as he swoops in to the rescue, I'm here. What do you need? That became my favorite Disney line super quickly. Before that, it was, look at me. I will never pass for a perfect bride or a perfect daughter. In the teaser trailer for the live action remake of that movie, if you don't know, you should. So I'm not telling you what it is. The matchmaker says, quiet, composed, graceful, disciplined. These are the qualities we see in a good wife. These are the qualities we see in fill in the blank. I'm still not telling you. And I saw that and I got chills because like these words are being spoken. But the heroine is running around with a sword saving China. It's not either or. I am strong and I am competent and I'm a warrior and a princess. But I'm better when I fight alongside women and men. We're better together. We're meant to be a team My Facebook memories popped up with a post from seven years ago today, and it beautifully illustrated why I feel so strongly about this concept. I'm reading it. Here we go. I always think that May 20th is May Day. After 24 years, you would think I would learn, but I don't because in my mind, May 20th should be a national holiday. It just should A little while ago, that day started a life that has changed the lives of countless others. This is how incredible my dad is. Story time. There was this woman from Alabama, the first ever aimer in the UPCI, who broke off an engagement and moved to Africa and generally shocked the pudding out of everyone that she knew. This woman, who could teach and sing and write and preach like nobody's business, People fall in love with her when they meet her. I hear people I've never even seen singing her praises as I stand in random hallways. She could have been anything that she wanted. She could have gone anywhere that she wanted. She could have been known as anything she wanted to. But she met our man James. And while she can still teach and sing and write and preach like nobody's business, she finds the most ridiculous amount of significance in the privilege of washing his dirty clothes. Some people know her only as the woman who makes the sandwiches that feed James Poitras. And she's okay with that because she believes in him that much. And she should because he is that awesome. Awesome enough that when he proposed, she said yes and actually followed through with it, unlike the first time. And you know what? I hope I get to do a lot for the Lord. I hope that I continue to write and preach and sing and travel and the Lord uses it in some way. 
I'm thankful for the privileges I've been given and the opportunities I've had to minister. But one of the greatest things I ever get to do is occasionally make a sandwich that feeds James Poitras because he's that awesome. You don't know how awesome he is. You don't know how awesome he is. I'm going to say that line again for emphasis and because I messed it up. You think you do, but you don't. Sometimes I think he changes the ground that he walks on just by putting his foot on it. It seems like a million more important, more famous, more amazing people than I have already hit social media with birthday wishes for this man. People call him all sorts of things. Rev, prof, that great writer, visionary, teaching machine, Bubba, your highnessy, brother and friend. But I am one of two in the whole wide world that get to call him dad. So it may not be May Day, but May the 20th will always be an official holiday to me. Happy birthday, James Poitras. I love you more than life. You are my best friend because there is no one better than you, period. I do not love coffee, but I love coffee shops. And some people, they like a dark roast or they like a light roast. And I like that there are options. Did you know that a light roast has more caffeine, but also is more intricate in flavor, whereas a dark roast has less caffeine, but is more bold and vibrant? We're going to serve both up here in this podcast. This podcast is not for men. This podcast is not for women. This podcast is for us. There will be a full menu every podcast, and every podcast will have both a masculine and feminine feminine element. We'll be discussing books, sometimes with bros, always from the perspective of a babe. I had to. We all know whose child I am. Back to caffeine, though. By the time I drink coffee, it's basically a dessert. When I'm teaching, I for sure am having some coffee with my sugar in the morning. Identify those lyrics in the comments for brownie points to go with your coffee. To me, a wonderful part of the coffee experience is what you can put in it. People are like that, too. I literally live to pour into people. I was raised that way by a man and a woman. And we all could do more of that. Let's pour into our people. Let's call out greatness where we see it. Let's support them in their endeavors. Let's encourage them to rise up as leaders. Let's all be better together. You have been listening to He Said, She Said, The One with Books and Bros. Tune in next time. Why? Because it's fun. Probably. At least I hope it will be.